0: Welcome to the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show with Landon Witt. You're about to learn hyper-local market knowledge happening right now in the Oklahoma City real estate market. This is your fresh weekly report on housing conditions in Oklahoma City that will enable you to make smarter investment decisions and gain insight on local trends. Plan your next move in real estate with this fast, vital market news to aid your next real estate adventurer. Landon is a genuine, self-made top realtor in Oklahoma City with millions of dollars in real estate closed every year and hundreds of satisfied clients. He's a successful investor, property manager, and residential broker who's worked with clients from all over the globe to help achieve their real estate goals. This program will help you gain the much sought after hyper local information that's vital to making real estate decisions. Whether you live right here in the city or across the country, welcome to the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show. Here is your host, Landon Witt.
1: Welcome to episode 46 of the Oklahoma City Real Estate Show. On today's show, numbers have come back from May. We're going to be talking about the appreciation game that's happening in Oklahoma City, as well as Johnny Mixon, a local resident who's purchased his first fourplex, is going to share his touching uh, first-person story of living in a property while you are the owner and manager of that property. Great tips coming up on the down-low real level. Sometimes we're sky-high. This brings it down close to heart on today's show Want to jump right into the median sales price market figures for the month of May. We're looking at an 8.3% increase in the northwest side of Oklahoma City. That's where many of you guys are concentrating your investments. We're looking at in just March. Let's just roll back to last year. Last year, this time, 157000 was our median sales price. This year, same time, hundred and seventy thousand dollars is our median list price. That's that's a rise of about eight point three percent increase. I think what we're beginning to see in the Oklahoma City market is individuals from Dallas, California, New York, other higher cost real estate markets are moving here due to the growing job market and growing remote work, working remotely being a more viable option for many people. They're moving to more affordable towns but they as a home buyer are so much used so much more used to spending more on real estate that uh, that spending 8% more is really not a problem at all so Anyways, I expect this trend to continue carrying in for the next couple years, just simply based upon the fact that the folks that are moving to our market are folks that are used to already spending a higher portion of their income. So where our job wage growth is lacking on a national scale, we're having a relocation of more expensive markets coming to the Midwest, which is driving our costs up still regardless of what wage growth shows. Um, and that's not really bubblish. That's just more of normally you would spend 30 or 40% on your housing. Now you're spending 45 to 55% on your housing, which they're used to already doing that in New York City. Um, so um, looking at new listings coming on the market, this uh, from January till now, actually this is a 12-month rolling figure that we're looking at here, 20% more... Uh, new listings uh, came on the market in New York, in Northwest Oklahoma City, uh, than last year this time. So we're really seeing a, a, a great, uh, you know, abundance of listings in that 150 to 350 are starting to come on now. That we're we're getting that pattern where people are realizing, wow, you know, the market numbers are going up. This could make uh, sense. The overall homes for sale in the Northwest, 956 coming on in May. Um, For the entire MLS, which is Central Oklahoma, we're looking at 6,392. That puts our, and again, that's all price ranges all the way across the board. That's all the way up into the millions of dollars, uh, although the median price, again, is at $170. Um, Months' supply of inventory for the entire MLS of all price ranges is 2.9 months' supply, with Northwest Oklahoma City being 2.3 months' supply, your per-square-foot price currently coming in. Uh, of 7.4 percent higher than where we were at last year at $105 per square foot in, in Northwest Oklahoma City with MLS wide uh, coming in at, uh, where is it? Uh, no, no, no. Northwest Oklahoma City coming in at 101 entire MLS coming in at 105 That's taken into consideration the Edmond market, uh, which is which is a quite a deal higher uh, due to the school district that you're buying in it. But if we just look at the uh, Northwest Oklahoma City, $101, uh, that is Coming up from $89 a month or right, per square foot last year. So quite an increase there. Really excited on a per square foot uh, value. Um, as far as our pending sales, 596 homes are currently pending in Northwest Oklahoma City. Your days on market has dropped down to 14 on median of Northwest Oklahoma City and 16 MLS wide. Again, folks, this is all happening in that golden two weeks on the market, so make sure when you list, you are ready to rock your average showings per listing, 7.2 in Northwest and 5.7 overall, so 7.2, again, if you're getting five or six or seven showings, that's about all it's taking till you end up closing out. Now, that doesn't include open houses. That's private showings that we can keep uh, in our metrics, so... Uh, Exciting stuff. I'm looking again, uh, market strong. Fourplexes selling higher than they've ever sold before. Same with duplexes. Multifamily game is getting um, more challenging in the residential sector. If you have a fourplex and you've been thinking of getting rid of it or refinancing, now is the time. If you've had it for longer than a year, you might want to look at doing your cash out refi or go ahead and sell. Again, you can find that information out at okcrealestateshow.com, and here's your news.
2: Hello, I'm Aaron Christian in Oklahoma City for the OKC Real Estate Show with this week's news. Chisholm Creek, the massive 190-acre mixed-use project located between Penn and Western on the south side of Memorial Road, is set to kick off its second phase. The end is in sight for the first round of development, which has included Cabela's, Top Golf, iFly, Argon Apartments, Uncle Julio's, Bira Bira firebirds, chalk, and scores of retail, restaurants, and office space at tract 30. The next large round of development with five-story buildings on either side of the boulevard to feature office space, more apartments, retail at the ground level, and two parking structures. Directly south of the lake will be a boutique hotel. Although the operator has not been revealed, renderings by Skyline Inc. show an outdoor pool and rooftop deck. Plans also indicate that Alamo Draft House will be located just to the south of the new development. Future phases of Chisholm Creek will include a music venue and much more commercial space and living units as well as miles of walking paths and green space. The surrounding area continues to see lots of activity, with Costco recently opening to the east and the city of Oklahoma City nearing the finish line on the 80-acre Chisholm Park that borders the development on the southern edge. Work on Phase 2 should start before the end of the year. Echo Energy, currently leasing space on Northwest Expressway, has started construction on what will be their new downtown offices in the heart of the Central Business District. As OKC Talk was first to report, a limited liability company associated with Echo purchased what has been known as the Parkside Building in May of 2018 from Sandridge Energy. Once planned as the centerpiece for an ambitious Sand Ridge campus, the building was originally designed for a large auditorium, gym, workout facilities, and rooftop sports courts. But due to financial difficulties, Sandridge abandoned the plans, left the structure in shell form, and put the property on the market. To the east and south of the building, Curran Couch Parks recently received a multi-million dollar makeover as the building sat completely empty for several years. Plans show that Echo will take the top three floors, about 20,000 square feet in what is a visually separate top cube of the building. The remaining five floors will likely be leased to other tenants, including ground floor and patio space fronting the park. Design of the new offices is by Northwest Studio in Seattle. Echo will be moving approximately 100 employees to the building upon completion of the improvements. And now it's back to Landon with this week's guest.
1: All right, we're here in the studio with Johnny Mixon. Johnny has recently started his investing career in which he's found a way to invest while living in the home as well. Johnny came and did a VA loan finance on a fourplex on the south side of Oklahoma City, and he's now managed to live in that home and manage the tenants at the same time. This should be an encouragement for you folks. This should be an eye-opener for the relationship dynamics between a landlord and a tenant when you're living on the complex. Johnny, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: So tell us just a little bit about how you got into this crazy world of real estate investing. Um,
3: it's something that I always wanted to do, and uh, just really put my best foot forward, time and energy to to make it happen. So stopped the procrastination and went for it. Really. So,
1: hmm. Were you nervous when you first uh, made the decision?
3: No, nah, I wasn't nervous. It's just you know it was that time to go for it.
1: Hmm. You'd gone through the numbers. We'd worked everything. We saw the cash flow potentials, and you decided to go for it. Right, right. Now, talk to us a little bit about how that process went for you, and then walk us into the move-in day.
3: Um, the process wasn't too bad. It was just uh, finding exactly what we was looking for, as far as cash flows and, and multi units. You know, sometimes uh, multi units here in Oklahoma City are overpriced or you know hard to, hard to grab. So we found one and we went for it.
1: Hmm. Now, you process through that conventional financing. You went through inspections. Then you moved into the property. This is the part that I feel like a lot of investors or an investor podcast don't really talk about, and that's living with your tenants. Right. Talk to me a little bit about how you introduced yourself. How did you set up the rules? How did you set up the expectations for, for those tenants?
3: As um, far as me, I, I, I made myself personable, approachable. Um. Hey, I'm Johnny. Um, I never really said I'm the owner. You know, mm. I'm a property manager, mm. so no, I'll be living on site at the property, and so from there, everything. You know, it was, it was a couple of rough patches, but everything got smoothed out when they realized I was approachable. Mm. That's the main thing: being approachable.
1: Mm. So you said pretty much knock on the door anytime, or did you give a, a number to call, or how no. did that work?
3: I gave them a, a Google number. Ah, <laughs> I gave okay. them a Google number. Okay. So when if there's any problem, they could talk, call or text the number at any time.
1: Hmm. So
3: never get my personal number, but hmm. uh, a business number from Google.
1: So now when you say that you didn't tell them you were the owner of the property, you just told them, hey, I'm the property manager. Uh, so that gives you the option to say, well, let me go take this to management or, or, or let me, you know, that way they're not you know, dogging you directly. They Correct. think that there's another decision maker. Right. That's fantastic. My so, dad,
3: actually. I blame it on him. There you go. So. <laughs> there you go.
1: Okay. Now, when it comes to a maintenance uh, issue, they then text message you or call you and say, hey, my pipe's leaking or whatever?
3: Correct. Right. Okay.
1: And then you submit that on and get your handyman out there or whatever. Now, have you been able to do small repairs yourself?
3: Yeah, we renovated whole units. Excellent. We renovated whole units, so
1: how did that go? I think, far
3: as me starting out, that's the toughest part of investing because you can't control other people. So, mm. so getting the contractors to do what they say they was going to do when they're going to do it, it was the toughest part for me. Mm. But uh, we got through it, and so units are renovated.
1: Can you give me an example of of kind of that strife with a contractor?
3: Uh, deadlines. Mm. deadlines was a was a big issue for us and so the money was there it was just the deadlines
1: <laughs> mm. that's just the contractor working too slow or just not coming back out to finish it up
3: too slow mm. too slow
1: every day that you're under renovation is a day you're not making money correct it's a day that that unit is vacant And so there is a sense of urgency. How did you deal with that? Did you fire the contractors and get new contractors on, or did you simply? Yeah, we fired a couple. Really? (laughs) Fired Mm. a couple, yeah. Mm. And then bringing the new contractors there. Now, the other tenants with four units there, you had the other tenants were occupying it. So you're just trying to get those vacant units up and ready to go. How long did it take to lease those units out?
3: After the renovation, Mm -hmm. um, 30 days. Hmm.
1: And Zillow, Realtor.com, all those kind of...
3: Right. We could have did it faster, mm-hmm. but uh, we was going through a, a real strict screening process. Mm. So we took our time doing it because they are a completely renovated unit. So we wanted somebody that was in there that was going to take care of it.
1: Mm. What's the type of things that uh, you were looking for in a good applicant in that situation? Now, I think I think we should... Uh, so, so these are four uh, two-bedroom units. Correct. What are they... 400, 500 square foot apiece? Uh, 736. 736 square foot apiece, two bedrooms um, on the southwest side of Oklahoma City. Um, So you've got the applicants. What was the decision making process between the non quality tenant and the quality tenant?
3: Um, For us, it's um, job history. It shows how stable a person is. For sure. Job history and.
1: you're looking for time on job? Did they surf around other jobs?
3: Right, because you see a pattern that they jump job from job. There's no consistency. Mm. So in, in our world, uh, how are you going to be able to, to keep this tenant long term to, to cover the debt on this property? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we paid attention to that uh, in income because, like I said, we raised the rents pretty high to compare it to where they was.
1: Mm. That was an increase of 30%?
3: Yeah, about that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So a 30% increase based off of a renovation. What did you spend on the unit to renovate it from where it was to, to where it is now on just a single unit? Just a single unit, probably four to five grand. Okay. And you went up 30%. That's excellent. Um, now, I know that, um, did you have some thoughts about going Section 8, or did you guys n- decide not to do Section 8?
3: We had thoughts about it. Um, actually, we had a lot of calls from Section 8 tenants, um, but there was, they wasn't looking for that side of town, per se, so hmm. they was trying to go to the northwest uh, part of Oklahoma City.
1: Hmm. Hmm. So you got them in, you got the application, you decided on a tenant based on work history— do you pay attention to credit score?
3: Uh, credit score, not as so much. Um, reason being, because if you show you're stable in your job, mm-hmm. you're, you're more than capable of doing it. So, credit mm-hmm. score, not as much. But,
1: but what about uh, outstanding debt or unpaid evic- bills on the evictions credit? Evictions, for sure. Evictions. evictions. You're okay, looking for evictions. Um, e- uh, collections? Yeah, we
3: paid attention to those. Make sure they didn't owe any apartment complexes for its mm-hmm. collections.
1: So the main thing you're looking for, then, it sounds like, is consistency with behaviors, um, not so much the number credit score, right. but the, uh, the life choices of income. Do you have enough income coming in? Right. And where is that income going? Um, that's great. Um, okay, so for other uh, duplex and fourplex owners that have chosen to do a primary occupant, live in one side, rent the other side out, talk to me a little bit about the day-to-day when you pull home, you get out of your car, is there a feeling as you're walking in there like, oh, please don't talk to me? Or is it more of, um, hey, man, these are my neighbors, you know, and I want to make sure everyone's taken care of? Um,
3: every day is different. Um, like so every day is different depending on the the the, the tenants, the neighbors. Uh, I try my best to remain the same every day because, once again, I am the property manager, so to say, so I try to remain the same every day, but uh, I got to react off of them. So there's been times where uh, I actually gave somebody a ride mm-hmm. <laughs> to mm-hmm. the hospital, mm. and so um, which wasn't a big deal. Um, like I said, I make myself personable. So if I do happen to go out of town, they'll take care of me as well as take care of
1: them. That's right. So. That's right. If you just tuned in, we're here with Johnny Mixon, who purchased a fourplex about six months ago in which he lives in one of the units and manages the other three units after renovating a couple of those units and increasing the rents by 30% there on the southwest side of Oklahoma City. Johnny is sharing what it's like to be a landlord living on site as well as an owner of the building and for those of you aspiring investors that this is the only way you can get your first one, this is, should be an encouragement to you. So we've just talked about the integration. Uh, you rub my back, I rub your back, right. this kind of community build. I think this type of discussion that we're having right now is very important because a lot of times as investors, we commoditize uh, what we call packaged commodities, which is a house, right? right. You get lumber, concrete, uh, steel, all of this packaged into a packaged commodity and we trade them as such, but we forget about this human dynamic that's existing within our homes. So um, what do you have planned for, let's say, the next six months there? Um, What's your outlook? Are are they paying you by dropping off checks direct or how is that going about?
3: Um, Online. Everybody pays online. Um, Was it Kazi? Cozy, oh the cozy.co. To, yeah, yeah, Cozy Cozy, yep. yep. So that works out great. It's a great site. Yeah, that works yep. out great. Uh, and then, um, like I said, I have a tenant. She pays every week, so she stays ahead. So mm. there's no knocking on doors, no uh, PO boxes to go check. So everything is uh, automated.
1: Hmm, that's good. That it really does make a difference when the bill collecting process is automated. And I think Cozy Co also sends a text. Or an email out, you know, a couple of days prior to the, right. to the rent coming out to remind them, hey, make sure the account's ready. Right. We're going to be withdrawing this amount. Exactly, yeah? exactly. So that's good. Um, that would just be a headache as a land uh, landlord. So all in all, if you had to do it again, uh, let's rewind the tape six months ago. What would you have done differently? And what would you have kept the same? Vetting contractors
3: contractors that's that was the biggest thing everything else was great realtor was great of course so um other than that i'd do it all over again
1: when you mean vetting contractors you mean check their references or
3: absolutely Hmm. absolutely Hmm. screen 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 the contractors
1: Hmm. So you found somebody, and then you would look at a picture of maybe the work that they've done before, and just okay, that he sounds good. I mean, how did you go about finding the wrong ones?
2: Let's
3: um, that um, some personal references. You know, um, mm-hmm. it happens just because they did great work for somebody else doesn't mean mm-hmm. they're gonna do it for me. And um, mm-hmm. that was a that was a life lesson.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Contractors in Oklahoma City and, and a lot of towns, they often like to be the jack of all trades and never turn down any job when right. the reality is is they may not be good at those other jobs, but Correct. they think, how hard could it be? And they essentially learn how to do the job on your job uh, or like you've run into as reliability. You exactly. Know? Um, contractors, uh, especially the unlicensed independent sorts, they oftentimes will take the highest paying job that day. Mm-hmm. So if your job's not the highest paying job and they got another offer to go out and work a job, they'll delay your job to go do that other job and then come back. And so you get these huge delays based on income. You know. Right. So it can be very frustrating. Okay. So contractor review, we've talked about how to collect the lease, which was an online deal. We've also talked about uh, uh, hiding identity. Um, which not really revealing that you're the owner of the property and, right. and but revealing that you're the manager of the property and kind of leaving that open for a backdoor discussion where you have to go get approval and kind of leaves you out of the, the, the intense light when it, when push comes to shove on making decisions. So exactly. that's good. Um, you've also partnered with your father to make sure you guys are making sound decisions over the investment. So you're balancing the ideas all over each other. That's great. You purchased a unit also that was in, you know, standalone. It's mm-hmm. not a condominium. It's not attached to other units. So you made a great decision there. Um, you've also uh, placed yourself in an up-and-coming area, which is a right. transition zone um, on queue. down south has really done some good work. Uh, McDonald's is moving in there, and then some other retailers are moving in just south of his position there. Right. Um, all in all, though, um, do you plan on staying there long-term, or what, what is your long-term goal?
3: Uh, long term is, of uh, course, scale up, um, you know, at a steady pace. Uh, been in talks with you about finding more multi, multi-units. Um, so that's really the next the next transition is buy more uh, multi-units.
1: Now, your goal, I think we talked a little bit earlier, um, was to refinance out of this situation.
3: Uh, right. Um, and
1: get that cash as your down payment for the next. For the next. Yep. Ex- exactly. Okay. So he's... Essentially, doing a live-in burr method, where he's uh, moved in. The units were uh, older and and really just basic units, and then he's kind of taken them up a notch, and then been able to increase the rent by thirty percent doing that. And then he's going to hold those until it's been a year or so of of, of uh, uh, curing as we <laughs> aging and then reappraise it again and then then go ahead and refinance out of that VA or whatever loan um, and then get that cash and be able to transfer it to his next uh, unit. Um, It'll be interesting uh, to see as we move towards 2020. uh, We're getting the Convention Center. We're getting Amazon Fulfillment Center. Um, Already, we've started getting referrals from... Uh, managers and stuff that are relocating here for amazon so in fact one of our associates here tara richardson has a client that is relocating as a uh a higher ranking individual for the amazon fulfillment center um so we're trying to we're going to be finding him a place and they gave him uh just about three months so uh it's all starting very quickly right it's happening fast yep well, Johnny, uh, thanks for coming on the show. I always like to hear from the grassroots uh, investment movement. I think that you're right in line with the new generation's way of thinking of when you buy a house, you should be able to make money off that house. Right. And uh, I think that's great. Um, now, do you have any girlfriend or relationship in this? or? or... It's me and my dad. Uh,
3: okay. Getting them to understand the process is uh, a different for spouse-wise. but Sure. I love, I love for them to join in if they, <laughs> if they get the thought process down.
1: That's right. The, th- <laughs> the thought process. <laughs> right, right. I, I think that's a lot of our struggles as as dating and married and sometimes the spouse, you know, you'll have even, sometimes I've ran into where the, the woman wants to do it and the man doesn't. So right. it's not always uh, the masculine side. But um, yeah, I think that's going to be an interesting element for you there yeah. uh, in the coming future. Uh, but I think that, all in all, you're making very wise decisions for your future, and that's going to count with the right person. It really right. will. That understands that, uh, hey, man, I'm not just thinking for today. Right. You know, I can. I can be here in the moment, but I also want to think about tomorrow. They'll appreciate it later. Yep. Sure will. <laughs> they- sure will. Well, Johnny, thanks for coming on the show. Did you want to add anything to the uh, newbie investors that may be listening right now?
3: Um, stay the course, you know. Uh, stay the course. It's, it's tough uh, in the beginning, but... It- Stayed, of course, it, it it'll pay off.
1: You just heard the voice of Johnny Mixon, who six months ago today bought his first fourplex on a VA loan, stayed in one of the units, and renovated uh, two of the units in there to bring up the rent uh, by thirty percent. Now he's fully occupied, right? Fully, yes. fully occupied, getting the checks coming in, automated via cozy.co. You can reach out to Johnny anytime, get some questions. Johnny, you want to share your email address there?
3: Uh, Johnny.Mixon at YMail.com. That's J-O-H-N-N-Y dot M-I-X-O-N at YMail.com. Just a little Y.
1: If you got any questions you're in a similar situation, you can always message us here at the OKC Real Show dot com. OKC Real Thanks for listening.
0: Subscribe to our podcast to hear fresh local market information. We need ideas for our show and we want to hear from you. Visit OKCRealEstateShow.com. Looking to buy or sell in Oklahoma City? Meet with the award-winning team today at OKCRealEstateShow.com. That's OKCRealEstateShow.com.